0: It's the world's most popular Truck Enthusiast Podcast, episode number 256. I'm Lightning, he's Holman. It is the Truck Show Podcast, and welcome to another episode. you going you tell people that we're on borrowed time? I wasn't going to start the show that way, okay, but if you then, want... Okay, then no, nope, we won't. No? Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Can we talk about you and your tape measure? Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, we cannot. All right, so you guys, on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, how Lightning is lame and how he pisses off listeners... <laughs> Yep, that'll be that'll be later in the show Uh, with the emails. Yeah. Hey, uh, you'll be happy to know that I sent off. Did you
1: just say yeah? Nod, and you didn't even. You just say yeah. That's accurate. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's what I do. Uh, I just want to read this one line, right? As a Canadian, I was yelling at my phone. Obviously, lighting. Dot dot dot. And we'll save it for later in the show. (laughs) But (laughs) those are some of my favorite emails from listeners. Uh, Okay. Because they feel what I feel. I have a DM you'll
0: enjoy as well. Oh. Sent right to me. Same topic. That's usually what a DM is. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, right. Direct message. Right. Yeah, sorry. It's sent directly to you. Well, no, as opposed to like at Truck Show Podcast. This was mm-hmm. to at LBC Lightning.
1: Oh, I get all those all the time and I respond, but then I forget about them on the show. I'm going to try to remember them from now on. So you guys right. have been very good sending us messages at Truck Show
0: Podcast and at LBC Lightning and at Sean P. Holman. We love getting your messages, so please keep sending them. So we are going to be checking in with Nick Billet, which I think is a DC Comics superhero. That's, to say, that's not his real name. I don't know what his last name is, but um, we'll, we'll find out. We'll get into it. He is uh, in South Florida, and he makes catch cans, among other things. Okay. So I think that there has been a recent, I feel like... In the last year, year and a half, I've seen a lot of catch can talk. I don't recall seeing. Do we have a segment on the show called catch
1: can talk? Catch can talk. And we have to talk all pukey like this, like a radio guy in the 1970s. Let's do an entire show like that and see how long (laughs) it is before we both actually puke. Our
0: listeners will tune out in like 30, 40 seconds, I think so. Let's not do that.
1: All right, well then let's not do that. But uh, what we should do is we should thank our presenting sponsor Nissan. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking for a brand new Nissan truck, you want to head on down to your local Nissan dealer. Check out the Frontier or the Titan or the Titan XTs. The Titans have the industry's best five year, one hundred thousand mile warranty. We love our Nissan trucks. We might have some cool Nissan truck stuff that we're going to do in the new year. Uh, at least that's what I'm working on right now. Really? I know I keep teasing it, but but it sounds like it's uh, yeah. Let's just say we're going to be more intimate with uh, some Nissans and get our listeners to be more intimate as well. You know what? The Nissan Frontier is one of the greatest
0: midsize trucks of all time. Is that overboard?
1: Not if that's how you feel. I we do can feel say whatever
0: we way. want. This is our podcast. I feel that way. All right. I'm sticking to it.
1: All right. Well, then head on down to uh, NissanUSA.com. You can build in price and option it just how you want. Uh, I'll take mine in Pro 4X, please. Oh. So, check this out. I'm going to tie two partners together. This is from Sean Hoban of Eugene, Oregon. By the way, that's not a euphemism for me. This is. Tying a, to sh- no, Sean it, Hoban? Yeah, that's not me with different. No, has a, nothing to do with it. Well, me. this guy spells it S H A
0: W N. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know quite a few S-H-A-W-Ns I, I don't know I'm, I don't know if I'm a fan of that or not I like your spelling better So anyway He and I were talking online And he sent me a note And he says Oh by the way I'm building an 06 Nissan Frontier That actually has a 2.5 four cylinder That I've installed a divorced Atlas transfer case And converted it to four wheel drive And I've been really curious to see what pits I could see With a Banks iDash That's pretty cool um, So I'm going to be setting him up with a Banks dash, And he's doing a full blown Nissan Frontier build So this should be pretty cool. I don't know yet if it's for SEMA or just for off roading or what he's going to be doing. Probably just for fun. So he does these really cool sixty second reviews. That's how I found him. He does these really compact reviews, very like information dense. Yeah, and they're kind of fun. All right. So anyway, he's uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll get him on the show as we. uh, I'm going to try and do a podcast like that, but I have to do without you. Why? Because I drag every pot. You see what I add. 300 minutes to every
1: uh no just 2.5x to anything that i'm doing <laughs> so i'm gonna I do i'm gonna well because i'm interested and i ask questions there's new stuff in the new year that we're gonna do on the podcast that might be more me than you i'm not sure i'm a fan of that are you talking about deep dives well, no that's something that i do want to do but no not specifically that the the other idea what You'll the, find out. Do I know about this and I'm year. just forgetting? Yes.
0: Something that you're going to be doing and I'm not going to be doing. Right. This is concerning.
1: <laughs> it shouldn't be. Hmm. Yeah. So just, just hang, keep keep listening, and
0: uh, you'll find out eventually. Do I need to find another job? Is that what you're saying? You, do I need how to many find jobs another, do you need? Do I need to find another podcast? Some do of I us have, have lots of jobs and some of us have no jobs. Uh-huh. Do I need to start hanging out with Mike in Dirt to Whiskey? No, because that's going to be my second job. What? Well, you can't just nudge you... me out of every podcast. Yeah, I know, but you can't just decide that you want to be a part of every
1: one <laughs> that I'm already on. So I'm. Wait, by the go... way, when are you going on Dirt to
0: Whiskey? Uh, Mike did invite me recently. Uh-huh. It should be both of us, though. You and I should both go and drink oh. and get saucy, and okay. then be on his podcast. So I shouldn't remind you of the time I was there by myself. <laughs> no, I know you were there. Okay, I heard it. It was actually pretty interesting. Yeah, dirt to right. Whiskey podcast. Yeah. Okay. I think you and I. Oh. I forgot what you and I have been informally invited to be on the Roaster Shop podcast. Uh, what does informally mean? We sit on the couch while they record with uh, real guests. No, meaning like I was talking to Josh uh-huh. at SEMA, and he goes, "Hey, you and Holman should be a guest on our podcast." And I'm thinking, "Okay, wow, okay, cool." Yeah. Holman, I see a note here that says Dmos, and I'm not sure what that
1: means. Are we are we welcoming Demos to the show? Uh, so Demos wants you to uh, buy their shovels. Okay. And I want you to buy Demos shovels, too, because they make rig-worthy shovels and mounting systems, as well as overlanding gear. You can check them out at Demos D-M-O-S, ProShovelTools.com, and there is going to be a little truck show discount. Is that true? 10%. Truck show. Mm-hmm. One word. 10% off. Truck show at the checkout, at I d- get 10% off. That's right, at demosproshoveltools.com demosproshoveltools.com Okay. It- They also just released this really cool mount. Is this the Delta mount or something new that I don't know about? All right, this is their new compact Delta mount. It fits uh, not only any shovel in the Delta collection, but any shovel or axe that you own that has a handle diameter of 1 to 2 inches. So that's all sorts of of shovels that are out there. Dimensions are a compact 7 by 5 inches and with a channel for any stock master lock. The compact Delta has rubber edges so that the ride is rattle-free and super secure. You can tighten the mount on your shovel with a simple threaded locking nut and secure the mount with a master lock. Mount to your truck bed rack, side-by-side rack, or any place that space is of a premium, and then check this out. So a lot of you are used to those quick fists to hold your mounts, but a lot of times those can let go on, like, washboard roads, and then there goes your expensive shovel. So as a fan of DEMO shovels, I don't want to see my shovel out on the road, so definitely check it out. Except
0: for when you want to
2: see well, if it you're on the u- road, if yeah. you're using it, yeah, but I don't <laughs> want to see it, like, jumping back. off of my vehicle.
0: <laughs> All right, Holman, I'm going to stop you and ask a dumb question because I'm good at it. It is your superpower. Okay. What makes a Delta shovel better than something I could just buy at Home Depot? Uh,
1: well, it's the uh, go-to tool for life. It's designed to last the life of uh, your vehicle and hopefully you. It's the strongest full-size collapsible shovel ever. Now, when you say collapsible, I was kind of getting at hoping you would say something about telescoping. It telescopes. It folds in on itself. It collapses into a compact size. There's actually three blade modes. You could actually get a steel powder-coated blade. You can get a aluminum anodized blade, and you can get a steel Cerakoted blade or a stainless steel blade. So depending on what you're planning on using it for, there's all sorts of materials. I'm going to dig the earth with it. I love steel Cerakote myself. Okay. That's probably one of my favorites. Is that what you would use for moving rocks if you're wheeling? Uh, You can use any of them for that. But if you're in, like, really chunky, rocky stuff, steel's always going to be better. Aluminum's great because it's lightweight, but if I'm not carrying it on my back, I don't care. I want the heaviest-duty shovel that I can get. And I've had one of the Demo shovels since the very beginning. I've got, like, one of the very first versions of that thing. And it's been with me on tens of thousands of miles of off-road trips and works amazingly well. Highly recommended. And you can get the Delta Shovel Mount, the Delta Compact Shovel Mount, the Delta Shovel Backpack Bag. Depending on your vehicle, lots of ways to store and secure it. And the uh, new Compact Mount is pretty cool. And that discount code, again, Show one word, at checkout. 10% off at DemosProShovelTools.com. It's the strongest full-size collapsible shovel ever. And uh, we can recommend it for trail building, off-road use, survival hunting, camping, and groundbreaking. Kind of like this podcast.
0: The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck. Because truck rides with the Truck Show, we have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel, and the ones that run on gasoline. The Truck Show, the Truck Show, the Truck Show, whoa, whoa. It's The Truck Show, with your hosts,
1: I like how Lightning you do
0: that now. and Holman.
1: I always go, oh, oh, all the
0: time. But when you I do that, I bring my mic down so I don't stop the music. Uh-huh. Now, you just pound it, because I don't know when you're yeah, going to do it, and I I can't uh, foresee when it's going to happen, and you just blast, and it just cuts through the music. I back off my mic, and I go, oh, oh, like like a background singer. You know what I mean? No. Well, that's... Okay, forget it. Holman, in the last episode, we talked about uh, the grid heater bolt failure phenomena that's happening in uh, 2007 to current Ram 6.7 liter Cummins diesel pickup trucks. Yes, we did. Okay? And... Even since last week, it's turned into even a bigger thing. Just a couple of days ago, I spoke to Abe. Not Abe Froman, the Sausage King, but I spoke to and Abe. And not Abe Lincoln,
1: because he's not, not around he's anymore.
0: Not. <laughs> Do you get the Abe Froman yes. reference? tell okay. me more. Okay. So I speak with a guy named Abe, and, uh, well, this, this is his call. Oh. Abe, hey, it's Jay from Banks Power down in Los Angeles. How you doing? Oh, not too bad, and you. Good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm outstanding. Thank you so much for, uh, for letting me uh, speak to you. We, it's funny. We have been talking about this for quite some time, but until about, I guess, about a little less than a year ago, it seemed like it was a wives' tale. Like um, down here in Southern California, in the Western states, a lot of people joke about waking up in a bathtub full of ice with one of your kidneys missing in Las Vegas. And uh, <laughs> it, like that's been one of those things since I was a kid where we all knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody that woke up in a, in a bathtub in Las Vegas missing a kidney, like as if there was some like black market of kidney sales. But uh, it felt that same way with this issue. Then all of a sudden when we started talking about it, more people started posting about it and we realized this was like a real thing. And um, mm-hmm. oh, uh, it is. I'm wondering, tell me the backstory. How did it happen and how are you solving it?
2: Well, I had a gut feeling that I should replace it. I just had the truck deleted up here because my turbo my turbo blew up.
0: Holman, I need to jump in really he's quick He's in here. Canada. Yeah, but hold on a second. So I'm not sure what he's referencing here, Holman, but he didn't delete the turbo because you can't remove the turbo. And right. he didn't delete the EGR because he bought, well, as you'll find out here soon, he bought a a monster ram with an egr provision okay. so i'm not sure what he's referencing here but it, i don't think the truck is deleted so i i think he's well i'm gonna press on but but how do you know that he could be deleted he could be but then he'd have to modify the bank's device that it doesn't make sense to me hmm. but i i think he's mixing terms as you'll as you'll find out here
2: it uh, had hundred thousand miles on it so I just had the turbo deleted. I drove it for two weeks on the delete, and I was like, okay, I, sh- I should order that just-, just to be on the safe side, because I've heard a lot of horror stories. And I figure, well, we're, t- we're taking a hunting trip, so I'll we'll do it after we- when we come back. Load the truck up with stuff, and left my uh, hometown, made it five five miles out of town, and all of a sudden, clunk, and then turn around and come back, and then tell the truck in. They took the head off, the head's damaged, and pist- pistons are damaged. Oof. How many pistons did it get? Just the one or multiple? It, it just got the one. And what kind of
0: damage did this cause financially as far as what's it going to set you back labor-wise and parts? And before he said that, Holman, so get this. He's worried about the issue. So he buys a device that he thinks will prevent it, but he doesn't have time to put it on. He goes out on a hunting trip. He gets five miles out on a hunting trip. And the bolt falls into the cylinder and destroys the engine. Someone called Alanis Morissette. I think
1: there's uh, a song to be sung here, right? I don't think that was part of the verse of uh,
2: Isn't It Ironic? <laughs> but continue. Oh, um, they sent the head away to see if they could fix the head. Okay. And if they can't fix it, well, I, I got to put a new head on it. Oof. So you're looking at budget it's about five grand there. Okay. And then half half a motor rebuild or, or a piston there. They said they're up to. About four thousand in parts. If the head is not damaged, if it is damaged, I'll then add another five to that. Yep, and, and then plus labor. And what year is your truck? Twenty seventeen.
0: Seventeen. So you're just out of warranty. Just three months. Oh my lord! Yeah. So you're going to do the fix, and then uh, I guess obviously you you are you're going to a um,
2: a high flow heater plate, right? Delete the grid heater. Yeah, to, to delete the grid heater. I think that. That kit I ordered from you guys comes with that uh, glow plug or that coil that screws in on the top? I didn't know that you bought anything from Banks. I didn't know. I just was assuming
0: you were were either replacing with stock equipment or not. So you ordered the the Monster Ram.
2: Yes, I did.
0: I need to clarify right here. I found this guy on Everything 6.7 Ram on a Facebook group. Not the faintest idea he had ordered anything from Banks. He posted a picture of the i got to show you the picture. Hold on one second, Holman. Look at this photo. Here is his piston. Zoom into the bottom right-hand corner. Yep, that looks real bad. You can see the threads of the bolt stamped into the top of the piston in three places.
2: Do you mind if I ask what what dealer you went with, what uh, shop? Uh, The Dodge dealer in Brooks, Alberta is doing the head and stuff. Okay. And uh, and engineering build, and the one that comes back, I'll put the rest of the stuff on. The actual, the Ram
0: dealership is doing the work. And what did they report to? Have they seen the issue
2: before? This is their first one. Really? Yeah, they, 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 see, the guy said they have heard of it, but, they, but he, he had never seen it. Cause uh, I'm on a group on, on Facebook, uh, like the six, seven comments. Well, that's where I found you, and, yeah. Okay, yeah, and guys left and right are talking about it. When I found out about it,
0: it was like I said, a year or so ago, and there was only one or two videos on YouTube that even talked about it, No one knew anyone, but that happened to when I started talking to Protect Diesel up in uh, Western Canada, he said, oh, I've seen a dozen of these, but the problem is it's misdiagnosed. They don't know what's causing the engine failure and the guys are just replacing entire engines and they're not doing the proper inspection. So he thinks this has been happening for more than a decade, but no one's been actually checking to see what the... Breakages, what it's caused by it—they're just replacing engines under warranty. He thinks it's been going on forever, and uh, it's just
2: underreported. Oh, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't doubt it. And it uh, when the when the bolt hit on the edge of the piston, yeah, where that p- picture is, it, well, it went up in the head between the in- intake and exhaust valve. Oh, it went and went in it, the valves. It had the head right there.
0: Oh man, if you, I gotta see that carnage. <laughs> if you, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I I would love to see those photos. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So, so, I'll send you my number, just keep it handy. All right, we'll do. All right, thanks, hey, appreciate it. Thank oh, Yep. Okay. There's a jiggle test, guys. There you're wondering, yeah, that's what I care about How, more. how to test? If you're right?
1: sitting there right now and you're hearing this or you're driving your Ram you're going, you know, Ooh. that's a ticking time bomb perhaps. How would I know? So, right
0: next to the fuel rail on the driver's side, you'll see a big single-lot 12-volt lead connected to a stud it makes like a sharp l right and it's just connected to a bolt and a nut sticking out of the top of the the grid heater if you wiggle that bolt and it moves at all don't drive your truck it's as simple as that pull the intake elbow off pull the grid heater off and then look at the nut and the bolt on the bottom what's happening is over time it's arcing and it will just melt Basically, the bolt falls off like a stalactite would off the top of a cave, and it falls down into the intake manifold and runs downhill into cylinder six almost every single time.
1: And it turns out that is a bad thing.
0: Uh, Jiggle test. And uh, if you're confused as to what bolt, I shot a video today, and I will text, I'll, I'll DM it to you, and it shows you right where it is and how to do it. It'll take you 30 seconds, Tops. So, anyway, there's Lightning's tip of the day for Ram Motors. We
1: should do a, uh, a Lightning's tech tip uh, jingle. All right. No, we're not doing the one where we do the big echo. I and can't. The- I have a different board. I don't have echo on this. Oh, good. Thank yeah. God. Yeah.
0: Oh, Why don't you do one? Uh, Lightning's what, what, what it, tech what tip. What would it sound like? Uh, on the count of three, you're going to go for it. One, two, three. Lightning's tech tip. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) All you need to know, lightning, tech tip. I like it. Tech tip. One more time. Tech tip. Oh, yeah.
1: There you you go. Instant jingle here on the uh, Truck Show Podcast. All right. Let's do some truck news. You got it, Ming? What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We
0: need to
2: know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world
0: of trucks? Ah! Oh, that was weird. You were awful. That was strange, and there was an echo from outside yeah, in the photo. The, the, in cove. the door shuts. That's so super weird.
1: That is super. Maybe weird. there's
0: a ghost out there mimicking what we do in here. Mm, no?
1: No, I don't not possible. Think that's it. Hmm. Okay. Hey, Lightning. Did you hear? Oh, wait. Nope, I don't think so. Our friend uh, Jay Leno was released from the hospital. Yes, I did hear that. Uh, following uh, a pretty severe injury that happened at his uh, classic car hangar out in Burbank. Fortunately, it sounds like Jay's going to be okay, but he suffered uh, second and third degree burns uh, on his body after a, um, I guess a gas line let go on one of his uh, steam cars. Mm-hmm. And the think it was the 1907 white steam car. And he got soaked in gasoline, and something ignited it, and uh, he had a friend there who actually put it all out. So he was in the Grossman Burn Center for the good part of a week, 10 days, something like that. Um, They posted a picture of him leaving. Thankfully, uh, you know, you can see the scarring on his neck and his chin and and all that, but uh, he looks like he's going to make a a full recovery. He
0: was not wearing bandages, so I think that's a good sign.
1: Yeah, I I, I would hope so. So everything that I've heard is that he's going to be okay, but- uh, He's uh, he's one of the good guys out there. So. Yeah, the photo uh, that Gail posted was
0: uh, I think Channel Four and some other ones yeah. did it. NBC that he was standing. Well, Gail his,
1: had gone to see him, right? Yes, he friends. Did. Yeah. So
0: and uh, he was there in his um, denim, all denim, all denim, denim shirt, denim, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> denim pants, uh, with all the nurses.
1: With all the nurses. All the nurses were all uh, were were surrounding him and. Well, hopefully uh, he's uh, on a, a speedy road to recovery, but uh, just a little shout-out there to uh, to Jay Leno. So last year at SEMA, he was actually on the Truck Show podcast for a, a short bit, so if you want to go back and, uh, and hear him. but
0: Where's Gal Banks?
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. All right, uh, hey, Lightning, did you hear? No! Nope, I don't think so. So the 2023 Chevrolet Colorado pricing has been revealed. And so if you remember back in uh, July, uh, GM basically ushered in the uh, third-generation trucks. And so now we know the prices. The Colorado will start at 30695 which will get customers the WT model and two-wheel drive. All of them are powered by the 2.7-liter uh, straight-four, although they're at different tuning levels. The uh, one we're most excited about is the 2023 Chevy Colorado ZR2 Desert Boss model. Mid-sized truck. Can you guess what that is going to come in at? I'm going to say the Desert Boss model is going to be
0: 44.
1: 44 is not even close. Uh oh. 57, 590. Oh, snap. Ouch. And that comes. 50, wait, say it again. 57, 590. 57 Holy moly. 57
0: for a Colorado. The
1: 2.7 liter in that comes uh, with 310 horsepower and 430 pound feet of torque. Now, wait a minute. So it should be a little ripper. Wait a minute. The torque is healthy. This is
0: not yeah. a diesel.
1: No, it's a little turbo gas four direct yeah. injected. Wow, it's the same one that's in the uh, the full size trucks. Uh, that that's some that's some torqueage, as they say. Uh, the non Desert Boss ZR2 will come in at 48295 two ninety five, which is like almost ten thousand different nine nine thousand and some change, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, what else are
0: you getting with the Desert Boss?
1: Well, you get the uh, you get that cool little light bar on the pusher bar on the front and. Um, of course, the uh, the ZR2 and the Desert Boss both have uh, the Multimatic shock suspension, 33s, all, all that. Okay. Below that is the Z71 with the Turbo Plus uh, or the Turbo High Output. And so that's 41, 395 or 41, 790. Below that is the Trail Boss, 38, 495 for the Turbo Plus and 38, 890 for the Turbo High Output. Can you remind me what the power output differences between the high output and non- so the middle the middle one, the L3B, which is the Turbo Plus, okay. is 310, 391. And that's uh, the high output is 310, 430. And then the base model- So it's just a
0: little more torque. Interesting. Just a little bit
1: more torque. Okay. The base model is way different. 237, 260. Oh. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a, that's, that's a big way, difference. Way, 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 way different. God, I
0: wonder what they're doing to just keep the horsepower the same and the torque different. Interesting. I need hey, to ask some questions of my-
1: Engineering department. Hey, lighting did you hear? No. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Uh-huh. Uh, your friends over at Lordstown begin delivering electric trucks. To I customers. call BS.
0: Mm-mm, nope, not happening. Lordstown is out of business, and they've been disbanded.
1: That's not true. At all true. <laughs> at all. In fact, the company hopes to deliver 50 vehicles by the end of the year, with the rest of the 450 units uh, in Q... One Q two of twenty twenty three. Now you
0: and I ran into a Lordstown at, at SEMA. SEMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, and uh, it did. was that was an attractive truck, I must say.
1: Uh, and keep in mind, the it kind of looks like a Silverado with a weird you know front end on it, mm-hmm. um, but it has four in wheel hub motors uh, with five hundred and fifty horsepower. So don't know a whole lot about it. It seems like they had some uh, some financial issues, but the trucks are coming to market now. So. Will
0: you put in a request for a uh, tester, a loaner? Sure. Well, I get
1: one, that's a different uh, oh, gotcha. conversation. Actually, before all the financial stuff sort of hit, we got invited to bring the truck show out there, and then that uh, invite what? was- uh, Rescinded? Uh, rescinded. Ah, oh, boo. Hey, we'd love to have you. Hey, we'd love to be there. Well, let's talk in the future. Yeah, that's- Boo! Boo. Mm, so, uh, Lordstown, uh, we'd love to know more. We'd love to come out and see you. Uh, hit us up, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Do you think they're going to reach out to us? They did the first time. Why would they not? They did cold? Yes. They didn't go through motor train? They no. Actually were... What? Jeez. Oh, Lightning. So we've got juice? Lightning, did you hear? No. Nope. Nah, me either. Okay, then move on to another story <laughs> where you did hear. All right, well, uh, our friends over at Hennessy uh, might have uh, helped put together an 1,100-horsepower TRX because they already did a 1,000. Uh, no. Okay. They have a Ram 1500 TRX- with their Mammoth 900 or Mammoth 1000 build, right? Mm-hmm. And they put in a whole turnkey overland uh, setup so you can now have an overlanding TRX with 1,000 horsepower. I was totally joking. I just
0: figured they were doing something with the TRX and you were going to tell me no. And here they are doing more with the TRX. Doing more with the TRX, yep. Now, so riddle me this, Batman. Uh-huh. The, their their TRX 1000, they call it, yep. doesn't actually make a 1,000 horsepower, does it? I mean, you would assume it does, but when I went to their website, it looked like it made in the low nines.
1: That might be the Mammoth 900 package. There's two of them. I know, but I saw it on the
0: dyno, and they put up a dyno sheet for the Mammoth 1000. Is that at
1: the wheels, though? Because if it's making that at the wheels, it sure as hell making more than that at the crate. They don't know what it's making at the crate. Do they have it on an engine dyno? I doubt it. Yeah, but you can assume it's more than 10%. Um, Yes, you know, you can. You can. Okay. is it 18%? Is it 22%? Nah, is it 15%? I don't know. It's more than 10. Either way, you're there. I guess so. All right. So uh, check this out. Hennessy massages the Ram 1500 TRX factory supercharged 6.2 liter Hemi V8, which mm-hmm. is 702,650. Upgrades it to a high flow 2.65 liter supercharger and larger fuel injectors and all the associated modifications with the calibration and dyno testing and road testing. Gives you a two year 24,000 mile warranty. It is a $36,950 upgrade that gives the Mammoth 1,000 TRX, 1,012 horsepower, and 969 <laughs> pound feet of torque. 1,012. Next, the uh-huh. optional Mammoth off-road stage two package adds a bunch of off-road bits, uh, front and rear bumpers, LED lights, 20-inch Hennessy wheels, 37-inch tires, front uh-huh. and rear leveling cams, I got all that
0: stuff. I got everything but the 1,000 horsepower. You don't even By the power. way,
1: dude, I have mastered the freaking launches. See, I am I, like, I am the launch So, okay, now. well, you called me, and you mm-hmm. said, mine does not launch right. And then I said, it's because subconsciously, you I'm are- backing out of you're it. You're backing out of and it I because committed. you're scared. And yeah. I said, it happened to me, too, because yep. you think it's too much, and you have to be both pedals full on the floor, fully committed, and then you slip your foot off the brake and don't touch your so throat. So, I,
0: I had done one that, a couple that were just inconsistent in front of work uh-huh. late at night. And then I had some. You my, mean on my, the
1: private on driveway a, on a track? Right. Yes, on
0: a on a closed track, closed course, as uh-huh. they say on TV. Uh-huh. And then uh, I got my brother and his wife in it uh, over on Thanksgiving and took them around the block. And it wasn't on a public street, maybe. And I it it, it got all mushy, and I was like, "What's going on it's here?" You. And it was me. And I when I I filed another another side street a couple days later because I was embarrassed. I'm like, ah. What did I tell you? And I got it. Bump up your RPMs to 2,400. 2400. That's the sweet spot on TRX. And stay committed. Got to stay committed. Because if you come out of the throttle even a little bit, just 2% after launch. It won't do it. It it falls on its face. Yep. Totally falls on its face.
1: So have you looked at actually the truck in your, offer, uh, in your I'm sorry performance pages records your fastest 060? Has that changed with 37? So
0: I haven't, but I need to. What I can tell is seat of the pants, butt dyno, it feels almost identical to the 35s. So with the HRE wheels and the Toyo Open Country RT trails, it feels virtually the same. And I was really thinking it was going to just lag a little bit because I have so much more rotating mass yeah, and but so do much you? more grip.
1: Have you weighed them? Because those HRE wheels probably save so you a lot.
0: So I'm going to be doing it probably Monday. I when I did that
1: Lightning back F-150, to back. F-150, it was only like a seven-pound difference between wheels and tires. Even I, I need wheels, to do so that, yes. You're probably I, saving I will be a lot doing
0: though. that, and I'll report back the difference because I'm going from 18s to 20s, 35s to 37s, uh, but the um, – the Flowform HREs are pretty light. so And it, they look good. Yeah. So it might be a wash.
1: All right. So uh, speaking of launch control, my 392 does not have launch control, but it's still glorious anyway. Mm-hmm. I took 392 out to the club and uh, the guys hadn't seen it yet. And uh, Wait a minute. Were you into club? I'm in the club. And so uh, they wanted me to do a little acceleration after uh, our evening of smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. And uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, this may have been recorded and then shared with me later. And I'm sharing it with you, the Truck Show podcast audience.
2: Good night, buddy. Be good. Bugger off. (laughs) off. (laughs) No Jeep should sound like that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Where is he from? Australia? Uh, England. Okay, but he has. Play a, that. Wait, play that one more time. He Back a, it up. He has a seven hundred horsepower Explorer ST. Okay, so he's he's uh, and, and a bunch of other weird fast cars. And uh, this is outside
0: of uh, uh, no, 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 uh, no, it's no, the the Palladium uh, in Hollywood. Yes. Mexico.
1: All right. And uh, the other gentleman, the the other gentleman (laughs) who is talking, uh, he has a Ferrari in the garage and uh, Bentley. uh, There's some, uh, some rollers. Yeah. So for them to be impressed with the big old stupid red, you know, shoebox of a Jeep. Right. But listen to the shifts on this thing, dude. So remember I told their you- comment, it, it, their comments are funnier than I like your shifts. Well, but but listen to the shifts because this thing, okay, remember I told you sorry, anybody's listening. There's a lot of people who've put a certain pedal device on their 392 that has 30 levels of sensitivity. Are you I, crapping on no, the pedal monster? No. No, that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is I'm saying there's one button in the 392 that people don't know about, that's a de facto sport mood. That's sort of hidden. And it does crazy shifts, crazy throttle sensitivity, and just and makes the timing off the chart. I would and, prefer you not share that, please. Okay, but just it's listen, not good for me personally. I know, but listen to that. My business. Listen, I pushed that one <laughs> button. It's Off-Road Plus, and you okay. don't think you'd ever use Off-Road Plus on the street. But listen, 392 owners, if you hit Off-Road Plus uh-huh. and then put traction control back on- it becomes an absolute beast. Is that like Baja mode on the TRX? It's sort of like. Okay. But listen to this. All Just, right. again. All right. I'm going to turn the mics down. Turn the sound up and listen
0: to hit. the shifts.
1: Oh. Oh. Here we go. In a freaking
0: Wrangler. Okay, here we go. Tonight,
2: Tonight, good night, buddy. Be good. bugger
0: off. Bugger, bugger off. <laughs> f- no Jeep <laughs> should sound like <laughs>
2: that.
1: <laughs>
0: He just dropped the biggest <laughs> f bomb. He's
1: so stunned. <laughs> they were all st- they were all standing in the middle of the street, like, "What?
2: I- what so just
0: happened?" Did to he us? text you that after the yeah. fact or what? Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. So anyway, that thing is just bonkers, dude. It's it's just bonkers. Mm-hmm. All right, going back to the Hennessy thousand horsepower, which is something that uh, is double, more than double what I have. Okay, um, can
0: I ask you a question about that before you dig okay. into the Hennessy story?
1: Uh, I was just going to tell you what the Overland Edition adds. We will get to okay. that in a second. Uh-huh. So
0: I don't need to do the Whipple supercharger. I can do a couple of pulleys. I can do injectors. Here we go. And I can call my buddy Corey Okay. at PPEI, Uh and I can be-
1: Except none of those things are Cal compliant currently.
0: But I live in Mexico.
1: I live in Rosarito. you not learned anything from this show? (laughs) Corey's not going to do it for you. I hope you know that. No.
0: uh, No. You don't think so? No.
1: No, he's not doing anything-
0: Oh, because it's not carbon compliant. Of course, of course not. He
1: won't even touch that stuff anymore. No, he won't. Not even for a friend. Uh, That's true. Or you. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So that's off the books. I mean,
0: you can do uh, whatever you want.
1: Off the the table is what I meant to say. Match other things in your driveway. All right. uh, Overland Edition. uh, So uh, professionally installed. I like how you got that dig just right. You like that? Yeah, $19,950. And uh, basically gets uh, the Mammoth 1000 TRX outfitted with a rack and rooftop tent. Um, A JEH Outdoors bed rack with rock lights, grab handles, retractable ladder with a Nimbus tent hard shell rooftop tent. Mounted to the rack are a bevy of overlanding uh, essentials, retractable 55 inch CVT hybrid awning with LED lights, shovel with shovel guard. I wonder if it's a Demos. 28 uh, inch splitting axe and locking system, two gas tanks. Uh, you'll need those for overlanding, that's for sure. And mounts in an eight gallon pressurized water tank. There's still plenty of room in the bed and on the rack for additional overlanding gear. Just want to keep all that in mind when you are uh, accelerating. So they're forgetting something. What are they forgetting? Airbags, because with all that stuff in
0: the back, you're going to be looking at the sky out of no, the windshield. Not necessarily. Dude, I'm telling you, my kid hops in the back and I'm squatted like Carolina. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's uh, Oh, Carolina. Oh, Remember that God. song? Yeah. That was right. awful. Yeah. That's... No, uh, just two of my kids in the back because oh. we're going down the street in Mexico and I'm I'm uh-huh. staring at the clouds right. because it squats so hard. Soft springs, right. fun, fun to drive. But um, I, you're they, gonna you have to that up. But you just put the box in there. No, that that's the front. I'm talking about the back. You didn't do all four corners. They I-Boc only has the fronts right now. Oh, interesting. Loving the fronts. Got the wheels up. No rubbing. Mm-hmm. All good in the hood. All right. But the back, um, a lot of guys are doing. Um, there's a there's a there's a uh, an airbag kit that is removable. That a lot of guys are touting because they don't want all the hate on the TRX uh-huh. group. So they said, I put in a bag kit, and by the way, it's removable. They have to say that before anybody can start crapping on them in the comments. Like, why would you destroy a TRX by putting airbags on that limit the travel, right? And there's another bag system that goes in the coil itself. That one's not as easy to get out, but I guess you can just... It doesn't limit the travel
1: as much? Hey, Lightning, did you hear? Who you talking about, Willis? Nope, I haven't. Uh, As reported by Automotive News, global head of the VW brand, Thomas Schaefer... Uh, made the comments uh, recently at the Los Angeles Auto Show. Did he say no more electric? Uh, no, that's not what he said. Although mm. GM said that they're sticking with ice and trucks for a long time. Mm. So uh, that that news came out. So uh, are you? Sh- oh, clap! Yeah, let me uh, get you some. No, clapping. I'm ju- I'm just clapping oh, okay. I'll because clap too. because General Motors said, uh, yeah, we it's a little bit of a backpedal there, but realizing that uh, uh, EV is not going to be right for everybody. And uh, their trucks is that market where people don't want EV. And uh, we've said that on the show. Yeah. EVs got a place, just not in your heavy-duty trucks or most pickups. So this is not the Volkswagen story that I read, which
0: is they're saying, hey, not so fast on the whole EV thing. They're going to open a factory that does all EVs. Mm -hmm. And they said, we're going to wait on that.
1: Well, I think manufacturers are realizing that it is not going to happen in Ten years, the way uh, legislatures want to. Anyway, uh, the point of this story is Volkswagen will not be bringing any pickup trucks to the U.S. market anytime soon. (gasps) Wait, no, 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 Scout? That's not Volkswagen. That's Scout. Oh. Uh, And so that's got to disappoint the automakers' uh, dealers because they've been uh, eager to get an Amarok or something here for a long time. Yeah, listen. There's a guy in
0: Santa Monica at a Volkswagen dealer right now. Listen carefully.
1: (laughs) They said that the uh, dealers and the manufacturer wants to uh, currently- focus on the SUV portfolio, and they'd love to make a U.S. market pickup, but again, a lot of competition and acceptance and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, don't expect a VW pickup at your VW dealer by your friends at Volkswagen anytime soon. Hey, Lighting, did you hear? How about no? Nope. Negative. Motor Trend just uh, put up their 2023 Raptor uh, R first test and called it absolutely bunker balls. Bonker balls, and I hope it is bonker balls because the uh, everyday Raptor is f- boring. I hate to tell you guys. Hmm. I've been driving our uh, our long term Raptor with the V6. And Looks good. It's a great looking truck. It's almost too bland though. It doesn't have the sex appeal of the TRX and the original Raptor, which had those really nice coke bottle fenders. You just, it's the bodywork almost hides the width of it. And as a truck, after being spoiled on the TRX. It's kind of interesting it's, that
0: you say that. I, I didn't realize, Holman, that it didn't look as wide uh, until until you... Cause it's the hidden old, in the flare. Yeah, a the old bit one used to look yeah. really wide. and, and the and,
1: new one just... It's boring, to be honest. Hmm. It drives boring. It's not fast. The exhaust note's hideously awful. It sounds like a bunch of buzzing bees. I mean, it's just... It's, and listen, if David Borla can't fix it, it's just... Then it can't be fixed. You know, we towed with it, and it... Droned and even, thank god, it has a super quiet mode because that's the one I actually go into most of the time because it just doesn't, it's not exciting. The interior's not as nice. A lot of people want to know what is it, TRX or Raptor? I hope I haven't been in a Raptor R yet, and I'm guessing it's probably just as stupid as a TRX in, the, in a good way. But the everyday Raptor is just feels like a regular F 150. It just doesn't. Ouch. Yeah. I'm actually viscerally Can disappointed. Can I ask you this? Can I say.
0: Ra- normal Raptor uh-huh. or F-150 Lightning?
1: Oh, Raptor for sure. Okay. Actually, I would I would almost... Because the torque has got to be better than the Lightning. No. No? No. Way. no. Lightning's the electric motor torque? Well, f- smoke it. I actually would wait, go... Wait, I just... That's what I'm saying, is the, the Lightning would be faster than the oh, Raptor. yeah, but the suspension's not there. Right, okay. It, I like suspension and... and the Raptors isn't anywhere near as good as the TRX in daily driving. It just doesn't feel as as polished or refined, in my opinion. The other thing is I actually really like the F-150 Tremor with the 5-liter Coyote motor in it. I really like that truck a lot. And for the money, you're probably 80% of the way there to a Raptor, and if you put on mid-travel suspension Dude, really good you have shocks, a Coyote? and you've got a Coyote in Whipple it. Whipple
0: has a carb EO'd. Uh, well 22
1: and older right sure 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 so i i 21, 21, 21. Older. yeah so uh, a tremor 5 liter is like more exciting to me than the raptor in a lot of ways okay now taking the raptor off-road it comes into its own and it's a lot more fun and it kind of comes alive but in which everyday one driving
0: feels lighter because i of course i haven't driven that t- the uh, raptor which one feels more nimble and lighter
1: off-road um, Raptor TRX The Raptor feels lighter because it is But it just doesn't have that gut punch Of power And the chassis doesn't have the same There's something about the ram The solidity The solidness of the chassis That the the Ford feels like it has Some extra jiggles through it And just it just doesn't feel As solid as a truck hmm. As the TRX does my job is to be picky and grasp at straws. The average person is going to love their TRX or love their Raptor. But when you drive them back-to-back, there's some things that I really like about the the uh, TRX better. I like the Ram seating position better. I like the visibility better. It feels like the Ram is tighter around me, where even though it's a big, heavy truck, like I know where the corners are a lot more than I do on the Raptor. And the hmm. Raptor feels like it's extraneously big from the inside looking out, where the Ram feels a little bit more... I'm not going to say it feels tighter because that's not the right word, but it just feels like everything's where it needs to be and visibility is really good. Do
0: you feel in the in the uh, Raptor that you're in a, an F-250, in a Super Duty? No. No.
1: No, they don't even feel the same at all.
0: No, 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 no. no. I, I don't mean the, uh, driving. I mean the, the the interior and the sight lines and all that. Does it feel? No. No, no Super okay. Duty
1: still, I mean, as much as they share the same basic cab, the Super Duty has a different feel to it. So uh, just to continue on the Raptor R story, uh, Motor Trend was able to hit zero to sixty in an astounding three point seven seconds. Ooh! That bested two tenths of
0: a second faster.
1: That bested their existing result by the Ram by 0.4 seconds. Oh! Uh, the the Ford seven hundred fewer pounds. Uh, I thought someone. I thought Motor Trend or was it you who went 3.9? No, there, the I, I think uh, it was car and driver that went 3.9. Okay. But you don't go off of other people's testing when you're- You got to go off yours. You go your, your, yeah, your, you
0: got to baseline yours, right.
1: Because you're probably doing it in the same area or your people or whatever. Mm-hmm. It lit up uh, the quarter mile, uh, 12, one at 111.8, which uh, the TRX best for uh, motor trim was 12.7 at 107.3. So it's absolutely a beast. Now- the last non-Raptor that Motor Trend tested was uh, the V6 with 37s, and that did 5.6 seconds, 0 to 60, and 14.3 at 94. So what a difference. massive difference! What and a you, difference! And you can understand where I'm coming from driving the yeah. Raptor every day. Just it's fast, but it's no longer the the king of the road yeah. in trucks like it used to be. So, do you
0: remember talking to our friend Bill Schultz? We I befriended do. him. He owns Brawler Fab, and yep. we were hanging out with him at uh, at SEMA. So he races his TRX. He's also got some other Hellcat cars and stuff like that. And he does not use launch mode at the track. And he's at the track every weekend. Like, he's legit. And he's got the the smaller diameter tires, slicks, for quarter-mile racing. And he tells me that there's he cannot achieve with launch mode what he can achieve just by pedaling it. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe we'll have to... Get some tips from him at some point on how to
1: properly launch a a truck. A couple other uh, tidbits about the uh, Raptor R: there is a two-wheel drive mode. So if you want to just get completely crazy and sideways, uh, but I would uh, recommend do it when you have room for error. I have not tried the two-wheel drive mode for the the, uh, Taser provides. I haven't done that in mine as well either. Are you scared like I am? No, I just uh, I haven't felt honestly it's so f- ridiculous as it is. I'm like, do I really need to take five thousand miles off my BFGs yeah and', and that's good th- point. throw lugs off that don't need to be thrown off and <laughs> I mean, I feel bad like letting it idle for five minutes and then ripping away for the boys to see and I'm like, oh man, hope it's okay, you know, hope everything was up to temp. I don't know I just uh I I'm not there.
0: don't rip on it until I get to to like hundred ninety 200 degrees. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, on I didn't know it on the Mercedes. It needs to be ADC, whatever the hell that is. And I didn't realize the coolant temp would blink. And it would. It, it, I just thought it was coming up to temp.
1: Was it blinking you to tell you to knock it the hell off?
0: Yeah, it blinks until it says, I'm up to temp, uh-huh. don't romp on me hard. Yeah. And I didn't know that. And I just used to- Romp on it? I would let it warm up for like, I don't know, six, seven minutes or so at, at most. And then not super hard, but enough to like have fun with the kids and, damn, that thing takes forever. I don't know if the thermostat's busted. It's possible. It takes, holy crap, 15 miles on the freeway before it, it warms up to temp where I can actually get on it. How long does it take to get the, the, the um, it gets, 392 to it get gets up? It gets
1: up to temp pretty fast. And when you say how fast, three, four minutes? Yeah, probably. Yeah, the Mercedes, something's got to be wrong with the thermostat. All right, one more uh, interesting note from the Motor Trend article. The Raptor R starts... At one hundred and nine, one hundred and forty-five, which is enough to buy a regular Raptor and any number of sporty cars, or a base TRX and a Ford Maverick. <laughs> so,
0: you know, yeah. So that means there's going to be uh, an exodus of uh, people out of the TRX getting in the, into the uh, Raptor
1: R. I doubt it. They want to be the coolest guy in the block. Nah, I doubt it. TRX really? is still pretty cool. You still have a two horsepower advantage. Plus, there are a lot of guys that just want to own the most expensive thing on the block. Yeah, but thing the thing is, and... they're fifty thousand dollar. You know, up charges. You think they're market, market go, adjustment you, fees. You think
0: they're going to go for like one fifty, one sixty more?
1: Yeah, Ooh. yeah. They're not building that many of them. TRX, they're building as many as you'll order. Ford's keeping it tight, and it's going to be so hard to get that truck. Yeah, I can't wait to go for a ride. Can you get us one? Uh,
0: probably not. Damn. <laughs> you mean really? You don't think so? Damn, I don't know. I'll let you know in a few damn. weeks. Please do. <laughs> Please right. do. Oh, I'd love to. I, I will stop whatever I'm doing just to go for a spin.
1: Alright, well that's all I got for news for this week. What do you say? We get on to our guest, Nick Billet. Nick Billet. Nick
0: <laughs> Billet. Hello, Nick Billet. I'm gonna suggest you don't say hello to him with that voice. Hello, Nick Billet! <laughs> no? No, it's that's a weird kind of country old timey wait, do it again? I was not country. No, do it again. Hello.
1: What is it? Hello, Nick Billet. What is that? I don't know. I just thought it sounded appropriate, but probably did not. No. Mm-mm.
0: Hello? Hey, Nick, Lightning and Holman, Truck Show Podcast. How What's you doing? happening? Hello. Hello, you two. I'm doing good. Fantastic. Hey, Nick, before we get to your intro, which we have to play in a moment, we have to get something out of the way. We have been calling you for the last like twenty minutes Nick Billet. And it just feels like yes. I know it sounds like a superhero, but it's not your last name, and we would feel more comfortable if we, we knew your actual last name.
3: Yeah, sure. It's Coronel.
0: Coronel. I like Billet better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Alright, we have an intro.
0: Yes. Don't move, Nick. Welcome to the parts
2: department. Screw
0: nut filter oil grill.
2: Tools,
0: wheels, tires, brakes, lights, gears, belts. And your wife warns you not to. Don't you spend our money? And then you'll want to come back.
1: So if you head over to uh, billettechnology.net, uh, you will be amused at the uh, the website. We are uh, doing this recording prior to Thanksgiving. And uh, there is a dog uh, <laughs> with a musket and a pilgrim hat at the top of the page, and uh, all sorts yes. of uh, grandma's uh, goodies. Got some pumpkin mm-hmm. pie on the right rail. You got a. Uh, well, by the way, I get the green bean casserole on the left rail, but nobody <laughs> has
3: sliced carrots with peas floating amongst them. That
1: that's not okay.
3: Yes, that's just us having fun, and that's a uh, taco, <laughs> actually our mascot.
0: Very cool. You, you should have seen it before uh, Halloween. He had the same day. Yeah, pumpkins <laughs> everywhere, and a dog wearing a pumpkin on his head. And so, yeah.
1: well, I, I'm just happy he hasn't gone to Christmas yet because you're not allowed to go to Christmas till after freaking Thanksgiving. So he is doing. I feel like he's abiding by all the rules of the holidays, and so I can get on board with uh, BilletTechnology.net.
3: Who's who's doing the web graphics? There is it is it you, Nick? Uh, no, it's not. It's actually Plug Creative. His name is John Burleson. He is also on our Instagram, if you follow him. It, again, Plug Creative is actually who who helps us with all these wonderful graphics and to get our website all together.
1: Like the uh, bottom of the page where it says, uh, Contact Team BT. And it basically shows, uh, I'm assuming you, with a headset uh, looking like you're like uh, in the Wolf of Wall Street or something like that. <laughs> or about to se- sell me a ShamWow or, or something along those lines. That is
3: that is correct. We, we like to have fun and we use these you know, ourselves all the time. So you'll definitely find through all our graphics, we put our faces in there and also our very good uh, supporters and customers are ambassadors. So when you see these other faces, that's who they are.
0: Now let's get the backstory, Nick. Billet Technologies has uh, roots in aerospace, is that correct? Or you do high-end machining and then how does that dovetail
3: into catch cans? Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go back. Yes, the company's been around for more than 50 years. Uh, and yes, they have worked for military, for NASA, private companies as well. They've made parts that actually have gone out of space. Uh, and also now that it's declassif- declassified Blackbird SR-71, they have made parts for them as well. So the same people that have been doing that craftsmanship have been able to provide us basically the same level of, of of parts for our cars and in this case we went for car jewelry and our performance piece being the catch can getting the same effects basically you can pick over 30 colors through custom engravings and so on
1: lighting did you order yours with a lightning bolt nope have mine already though yeah what what uh, what finish did you i
0: went with black because why is it always about color with you? Uh I, I, I wanted it to match. It's black inside and out, uh triple black. Okay. I just I wanted it stealthy. And um also they may not have emissions, emissions compliance, compliance on your particular so vehicle. I might want What them was your to address be, in Long in, Beach? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I live in Arizona, in Havasu, Lake right. Havasu, Arizona. Yes. yes. Uh huh. So I, I went with one that might not be spotted as easily. No, my thought.
1: Now people will ask, well, if you're Basically, catch can is there to to uh, capture blow by that's making it uh, you know past the rings, right? And other EGR. Basically, you're instead of recycling it and dumping it back in the combustion chamber, you're capturing it and you can drain it and all that kind of stuff. So people might ask, well, that doesn't sound like a bad thing. Why why would that not be? Why would that not make the uh, the emission folks happy? And. uh, Basically, because you're you're not controlling where it's venting to or where you're disposing. Well, it's because it, right? there's vapors we're not taking right. into account. Yes. Right.
3: Well, it's all it's all about agreements, and and if I can go back and, and address exactly what we're capturing, and, yeah, and basically As the combustion chamber goes through its cycle, our lubricant, which is our oil, aerosols and escapes, finding its way to the crankcase, the valve covers on the naturally aspirated engines, even the intake manifolds, and so that's where the PCV system was introduced as a positive positive crankcase ventilating system. So they're using the intake suction to reintroduce the soil that has escaped to be burned out through the exhaust. That's where a CAN comes in as a simple inline filter, doing, uh, working with several different filtration systems to capture that oil, that's why it's so uh, effective. Now, instead of being burned out through the exhaust, we're collecting it. So you do have to empty it appropriately. And so that's part of the emissions part where they have an agreement to do it in such way Uh, and so changing that I believe is what makes it not be part of every vehicle and at the same time part of uh, um, servicing you don't have to worry about it Um, but for people like us that want to get the most out of our vehicle that understand what's happening um, you could even put two catch cans in in on almost any vehicle if necessary of course
0: you mean like running them in series
3: no. Um, if you look up anything uh, with a PCB system, which is any vehicle really, um, there's always two sides of it. One that's under constant suction, which is where you installed your catch can on your TRX, for example. Mm-hmm. And on the TRX, uh, on the 6.2s with the supercharger, it's very, very easy to find because then you can look at the other side of the valve cover and it's a mirror, uh, of, of obviously, of the passenger side. And that one's connected somewhere else, usually for pressure relieving. Uh, and how you can find this out is usually where the connections is. Behind the throttle body, while the engine is on, it is constantly under suction, where between the throttle body and your intake filter, that's for more for pressure relieving. Now, when will you need a secondary can? That's if you decide to upgrade the supercharger on your TRX, for example, shoot nitrous, or start making anything over 1,200 horsepower. That's when we start seeing oil on the secondary side.
1: Now, my understanding is on most Mm -hmm. normally aspirated uh, engines, it's not as important. A lot of the newer engines go to direct injection. Direct injection Mm -hmm. cars have a need for a catch can a lot more than your more traditional normally aspirated, non-direct injection, injected vehicles. Mm -hmm. It seems like the direct injection stuff has a lot more contaminants, I guess? Blow-by? Blow-by, all of it. Sure. Why is that?
3: Well, to my understanding, I'm not 100% I don't want to speak out of my realm of why exactly is happening more, but to my understanding, it's because of the size Uh, More than anything else when you start looking at all of our Hemi vehicles, they're usually double the size Uh, and so having a whole lot of of, of More oil more bang basically just it's just simple science if you follow that Uh, um, It's not so much as uh, to my understanding, as far as the fuel injection and stuff like that, because it's actually more um, efficient. There's less uh, 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 to my understanding, at least with fuel injection, it's a lot more efficient. So there's a lot less problems. Uh, and But I think that answers your question.
0: OK, how did you guys get into... All of the, now Stellantis, but you know, Fiat Chrysler, the big engines, like you've got Jeep Cherokees, Trackhawks, SRT, mm-hmm. SRT8s, mm-hmm. the TRX, all the Hellcat product. Sure. Why that platform and why not a Chevy, uh, you know, 6.2 okay. or something like that?
3: Oh, I'll answer that. It's actually very easy. We're enthusiasts. And we started, uh, basically, as the modern Mopars were introduced, um, our first vehicle was an 04 build, a Magnum, 2005, Uh, after that, a Charger. And so we started creating parts for ourselves, going to shows, and people liked it, and and they kind of took off from there. because. uh, And then we stuck to to the modern Mopars as they're the ones that got us going, And, and that's pretty much it.
0: That's your wheelhouse. You know it.
3: Exactly. Um, we've we've over the years we've always had uh, a request for Camaros and Mustangs, and nothing against them whatsoever because we do love them. Uh, you know, they're bottom. Uh, they're also must cars. They, they look great, and um, but we always just kind of stayed on our lane uh, as, as that's where we started.
0: I mean, you do have other stuff. You've got Audi parts and, and you do you Volkswagen, things like that. So you do have cool. other other offerings. Right. So let's, let's yes. stay in this realm like you've got a, a 5.7 Hemi in a, in a Dodge Ram gas truck. When do I know that a catch can is right for me? How do I tell? Because sure. I can't capture the oil that's getting blown by the rings or sure. through the crankcase. I, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to look to find that.
3: So it c- comes down to the enthusiast. So a lot of a lot a lot of people sharing through uh, 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 forums, obviously social media now being so big. At the beginning, it was more of the forums because social media wasn't as big. It was still going on, obviously in the early 2000s. But so yes, that's how people found out. And, and uh, addressing what you said earlier, as far as being more important on the, su- on, the on the supercharged vehicles, um, yes, that is when true blow by starts happening. Now, stock vehicles, not so much. It's not as important as a lot of misconception thinking that something's wrong with your vehicle without a can, and that's not the case. Um, If you visit even just the the Demon, for example, that did over 50,000 passes with absolutely any glitches or problems and obviously with no catch cans. So nothing's wrong with the vehicles as they are. It's just a matter of enthusiasts like ourselves trying to get the most out of our vehicles. So, for example, is there something wrong with your intake? Absolutely not. But can you do better? The answer is always yes. When is it necessary? If you start making changes and start going for more and more power, then it becomes more and more important. The same thing here. As you introduce a pro superchargers, or even with your own supercharged DRX, you start shooting nitrous or upgrade the superchargers I mentioned. That's when it's a must. And depending on how much horsepower you make, obviously you may need even that secondary can.
0: So it might be borderline for someone that's
1: just got a naturally aspirated 5.7. Yeah, it's kind of like, like a stock engine. It's probably one of those things where it's it, you're not. You probably catch a little bit, but I you probably wouldn't even fill up the can in you know an oil change. When's I mean, t-
0: like so Hol- um, Holman's got a uh, a six 4, um, the Jeep three ninety two, brand new. Mm-hmm, Is mm-hmm. he someone? It's not supercharged. It's not turbocharged, but it's big mm-hmm. displacement. Um, yes. I wonder if he's, again, borderline case where it could help him.
3: If you call us and you get any of us on the phone and you ask us that exact question, and that is how we would answer it. Do you need it? Is there something wrong without, your, without it? The answer is no. Do you want to do better for your engine? Are you planning on keeping the car for as long as you can? Then the answer is yes. You want the catch can. How much are you filling it? We have people that are just everyday drivers. They baby their vehicles, and they're completely surprised at how much oil they, they uh, collect. In 3,000 to 5,000 miles, four fluid ounces, maybe even six fluid ounces, and what would determine how much you capture? Obviously, your, your driving habits. If you like to hear the exhaust or if you have a custom exhaust, then you are on the, on the throttle a lot more, and so you're going to collect more. Compared to somebody with a, with stock exhaust, who really babies the vehicle,
1: neither of us Still. would ever uh, accelerate more or have a heavy foot at all. <laughs> ever? Mm. Nope. No. Not ever. Not
3: one. S- not one.
1: Not
0: even in front of my building earlier today. Nope.
3: Self <laughs> assessment is needed for here for sure. And and there you go. If you want to do better, you definitely want an oil catch can first oil change. You'll see, uh, and you'll be surprised to collect all this oil because uh, four fluid ounces is quite a lot.
0: And what are we seeing the degradation of? So the, the big goal here is to keep the oil from going back into the intake tract, right? But what if it does? Like, wh- where where am I seeing what's being degraded over time? Okay.
3: Yes. Uh, it's actually, you're into, in the case of the naturally aspirated, yes, the intake gets skunked up a lot more without a catch can. Because now that, that we've discussed where it starts the problem and where it's heading... You know exactly where we're tapping in. So after I explain that to our customers, it makes sense that it is a performance piece. You're getting a little bit of gas mileage and obviously staying much, much cleaner because you're keeping that oil from going there.
0: And then a turbocharged engine, it's going back right into the blades of the of the compressor.
3: That's the secondary right? side. Okay. The secondary side blow-off part, as we call it, gotcha. to relieve pressure. Yes, on the turbocharged vehicles or procharged for the Hemis. Yes, that's exactly where it goes, and that's when you need to have that. Secondary. Just extra
1: lubrication, yeah. lightning. No, you don't want that. <laughs> you
0: don't want the lubrication no, displacing oxygen. What? Right? You don't. People want find that. out
3: the hard way. We get calls like that all the time, where we get calls of saying, "Wow, I'm spitting all my oil through." You know, people that are going you know, twenty pounds of boost, uh, and plus, you know, going a little crazy.
0: Now, in addition to the catch cans, you also have like billet coolant reservoir covers. You've got decorative mm-hmm. pieces. You start out yes. uh, earlier you, talking about you were doing dress up parts. What are some of those other yes. parts that you're particularly proud of?
3: In your case, for example, with the trucks, Ram trucks and TRXs, uh, we have fuse box covers, throttle body covers, what? all the cap yeah, all the caps, so washer fluid caps, oil caps, dipstick. Oh, uh, uh, slow down. Lightning can't yeah. uh, order all this fast enough. Off. <laughs> I'm writing it down.
0: Bill Technology. And we it could does. do all um, kinds
2: of
1: custom
0: wait, engravings. Wait, wait. Power so, seat, switch covers. Yes. Yeah. You interior. could just High go Bill it crazy, is, dude. Yeah, I could go Bill it crazy. Okay. The
3: same thing with Durangos and Grand Cherokees. So the SUVs, the same thing. Um, the 392 specifically, it's exactly the same as the cars. And remember, I said we started with the cars, with the Charger and the <laughs> 392 three, three <laughs> Wrangler. 392 well, Wrangler. You guys are covered. You guys are covered in the Ram trucks. Right.
0: Well, so he's looking for 392 parts, but uh, hopefully that's on your – I see Jeep parts, but I don't see no, any 392. No, no. It's, that's an empty
3: page right I there. Know. It ends the right Wrangler's after
0: uh, Grand Cherokee, SRT8.
3: Yes, you go to the uh, Dodge section. If you click Dodge on our website, yeah. then you're going to see Durango show up for both 5.7 and the SRT.
0: Right, but not the Jeep 392. So that's going to have to be next year. Oh, oh,
3: understood. Yes, that, that we go um, because they did change quite a lot through the years. We ask usually to send us some photos. So if you know or anybody that's listening that has a, a Wrangler our 392 jeep well this guy uh, right here
0: uh, holman's got one yeah. opposite me so yes. so, there's just, th-
3: uh, yeah, so there's yeah so we just th- need some pictures and we can give you a list because most of the parts are the same fuse box washer cap it makes cetera.
1: glorious noises all day long <laughs> <laughs> i just drove it today i went out and saw our uh, friend brian rodriguez out of socal 10 <laughs> oh yeah Oh, we'll have to talk about yeah, that we will but okay. and, uh, cash can
3: too cash can too you'll be surprised how much you'll be collecting
1: uh, you know, I, uh, I was pretty sure I blew it all out the exhaust when I was passing earlier today. <laughs> did, did you? Did you?
3: So here's
0: the thing with the catch can. So let's say, mm-hmm. just, just for giggles here, let's say you're one of the, in one of the 17 states that maybe has emissions regulations and smog checks and all that yes. stuff. Yes. This unit does attach and detach fairly quickly and easily and painlessly. <laughs> Yes. yes. I wouldn't promote exactly. that. No. I, I'm not Four promoting minutes. that at all.
1: Stop. I would never say
0: put Four something minutes. on and then
2: take Stop. it off before you have no, no, a smart no, no,
1: check. No, no, no. That's not what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, what you're saying is not at all. that regardless, it's America and you can do stuff and undo stuff. That's all. Sure. Yes. I'm not skirting any specific thing. You're just saying that it's nice to be able to have a reversible modification. Uh-huh. So if you happen to have a need to go back to stock, it's very easy to do that
3: very proud to say our, our items install very easily and we do not ask you to get rid of or you reuse any of your stock pieces so you can keep them and go back to stock just as quickly.
0: And you know what's cool? I'm watching Nick's video because he does the install. That you are doing a pod, right? podcast right now. Uh, not this second, but oh, I God. watched it in the past, right? Did you see it? He uses I didn't seen it. Okay. No, I okay. saw it. Uh-huh. And he uses <laughs> existing factory hardware, meaning you're not drilling any holes, you're not having to machine anything. You don't have there are some competitors out there by the way, which I know you're aware of, Nick, that has yes. have really long lines that extend across almost 24 inches to oh, like yeah. the
1: far corner to so go on the firewall
0: or to go by like that, the firewall yeah. and he doesn't he's perched <laughs> right behind the fan it's a really nice billet mount it's all compact and if you didn't know which again a lot of guys are getting orange green some bright colors i went with the very stealthy black but if you wanted to be bright then it would stand out i i think it's tucked away and I like the design. It's, I'm excited to see how much I can collect. I'm actually going to measure it. I'm going to be putting it on the next couple of days here, and then over the next okay. 5,000 miles, kind of, uh, I'll bring it in, and I'm going to pour it on uh, Holman's head. I think that's what I'll do.
1: <laughs> just just please do and Let us know.
3: I'm,
1: I'm going to empty it in your engine compartment. Oh no! Please don't do that.
3: I don't. Have <laughs> yeah, to very decrease. important. to Empty appropriately. I said it earlier. We <laughs> exactly. have to empty appropriately. Usually, every emptying old it appropriately empty wouldn't
0: it.
1: be on a supercharger belt. <laughs>
0: no, oh God, no. no! Please do not do that. <laughs> okay, so uh, Nick, if people want to order one up or any of your uh, your billet products, they go to uh, custombilletstore.net or uh, billettechnology.net. Is that correct?
3: That is correct. If you go to billettechnology.net, you will see our store side. There, you can click on and where you actually place your order for the pieces is custombilletstore.net, or also on Instagram and Facebook under the same name, Billet Technology.
1: Yeah, billet underscore technology on the old uh, Instagram, and at, he's, and he's got more. Uh, at billet Tech Team on YouTube and. Uh, Yes. Let's see at billet tech team on uh, uh, the tweeters
0: and and, and more yes. more colors than the skittles rainbow as far as uh, on these billet pieces. So I think over we're, thirty colors.
1: I, I yeah, wish you would have sent him wanna... a pink one, just just because you're like, <laughs> no, dude, it's 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 free. I'm sending you one to try out, but I want to make sure people see it when you pop the hood. <laughs> I wish we would have had this conversation before you sent him a black. I one. I knew that you would have said that,
0: and that is why I got ahead of the eight ball uh-huh. and I ordered
1: the black. Huh. Yes. I know your truck parks.
0: Yes. So yes, what are you and, gonna do?
3: Spray paint
1: it? Maybe. Um,
3: <laughs> no. And 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 it's what well, what you have is actually quite nice. Uh, the black anodized. Any of our standard options are are matte finishes. Also, it's anodized aluminum, so it's really really strong. You could use a Mister Clean. We uh, ask you to use a Mister Clean Magic Eraser to clean them. So that's how strong it is. Very hard to scratch. Anodized rock matte rocks. finishes. Yes. And so in in the matte black matches beautifully the under the hood plastic, something that I use in my own personal. Vehicle, my Challenger. If you if you go to Instagram, Nick underscore Billet, you can see
1: that. But Got let's it. be honest, uh, the the pink ones are are way better. They're, they, I mean, higher if, quality. If, and if and you're they...
0: Paris Hilton or you work for uh, Mary Kay Cosmetics, then or I, I... or you're
1: Lightning <laughs> and uh, you get it, I gotta product. tell you,
0: we, we have done it. And <laughs> Listen, I think it was I, now I'm not giving up my black one. But if Nick wants to send me a pink one, I would rock a pink one just for fun. Uh <laughs> huh. <laughs> yeah, you should. We are, and then
3: uh, I would give it away. I'll give it away to a listener. How about that? <laughs> you're just trying. We are going to send you a fuse box with you guys' logo in there for being so nice and having us on your podcast.
0: Wow, Wow, man. Thank you. That is unexpected. Okay,
1: great. I'm going to put you on the spot. Wait, hold on. Can we talk after? Mm -hmm. I think uh, we need to make sure that Lightning gets um, some of those... um, power seat switch covers in billet yeah, yeah. with a penis on them no i'll, I'll do the artwork <laughs> no, and i'll send you the no, file if you no. can make I'll that see, happen so Nick, for him you don't know
0: this about holman no matter where i take him he uh, uh there's somehow whether if i take him to the beach there's a giant penis in the sand if i take him uh, to anywhere where there's a whiteboard there'll be penises
1: everywhere like all by, by the way it's somebody just, who works in your office said that a certain one i left about six months ago yeah. is still there oh yeah one is on the whiteboard but one is in the <laughs> back where you have to crawl over a desk to get to it? I think it's funny. I left it there on purpose. And they're like, dude, it's still there. And There's I,
0: actually one in the top right-hand corner of my whiteboard that uh-huh. takes a whole back wall. I left that one there because it's just funny.
1: By the way, this week, if uh, you were on the old uh, Instagram reels, uh, mm-hmm. somebody cut out a uh, CNC machined out brake uh, rotors mm-hmm. with, okay. instead of slots, were wieners. <laughs> and I'm oh, telling yes. <laughs> you right now, I got that 15 times from our listeners. I'm sure you did. 15 okay. times. Everybody's like, dude, I thought of you. And I'm like, it's you funny. gotta be careful.
3: It becomes your signature. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like,
1: it's funny. Like, but when you see somebody who drew a d- on something, should I be the first thing you think about? Yes. You? It's to the point where you immediately send it to me and tell
0: me how you've thought about me. I think so. And Nick is going to send you the billet uh, fuse box cover with a giant wiener on it. <laughs> that would be funny. I'll get the truck show podcast logo
1: you get the uh the phallus. No 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 I don't I don't rock the phallus. I just leave them as a signature.
3: <laughs> I see. All right. I think this uh interview went south and now you Nick know. is never
0: gonna talk to us again. <laughs> Ever again.
3: <laughs> no, no, don't no feel like that. If you follow us on on Instagram, you see that we also have a great time and we have a sense of humor. We, I mean, we 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 always cameo ourselves into funny things. So don't feel bad at all. Got it. it's
1: good hey, you're, you're our kind of people for sure, Nick. We appreciate you. Awesome. You all guys right. Well, are too. listen. Congratulations
0: on the success, and we'll be uh, reporting back and letting Thank you know you. Um, how much oil I capture over the next couple thousand miles. And then uh, you'd great. actually have to
1: drive it a couple thousand Pole, miles though. I drove it down here.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm driv- trying to put some more miles. on. On it so, yeah, we will uh, we'll catch up with you and then uh, Holman's gonna order his uh, his uh, his penis cover. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what it's called. No, it's not. Well, we'll be
3: ready. We do custom,
0: so when you're ready, Save custom,
1: exactly. Just make a ribbed. He's gonna all right, get, hey. <laughs> he's, gonna get, he's gonna get the order and go, I know who this is from, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, brother, we'll have a good one and we uh, we appreciate your time. Yes, thank you both. All Bye. right, thanks, Nick. All right, appreciate
3: Nick,
1: it. see ya. Bye. All right, Free Loop, it's time to do some email.
0: What you guys don't know is that during that last interview, Holman ate almost three-quarters of an entire bag of Jelly Bellies.
1: I had to do it for my throat, dude. Ah. Still getting over my head cold from last week.
0: Well, I didn't know that Jelly Bellies had uh, medicinal properties. They have sugar.
1: Oh, sugar helps? Yeah, it helps. Mm.
0: All right, I'm going to start here. This is a Ram question, subject line from uh, Trevor Nemeroy. Fellas, happy Thanksgiving, so it's a little belated. Happy Thanksgiving, Trevor. So I'm thankful for you two dweebs for putting on the show week after week. Luckily, you two aren't short on horsepower in your new rides, because I'm sure it came in handy after packing on some extra Thanksgiving LBs. Hey, and yes, that you. is absolutely true. I actually
1: lost weight over Thanksgiving because I Cause felt you so were crappy. Sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm not a huge turkey fan, so I don't do oh, a not lot me. of turkey. Give
1: me turkey and cranberry together. Oh, oh no, sorry. so I don't I
0: don't couldn't care less about cranberry. What I do is the stuffing, and then there's yeah some, you do and there's some uh, casserole that the mother-in-law makes uh-huh. like a uh, like a spicy. Jalapeno casserole with corn and stuff, and it it's freaking
1: awesome. That sounds like something your butt would really, be dude. Upset it blows at you right through him. you. Oh, Man. it just—it is just like. You know what uh, Confucius say? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> burns going in, burns going out. <laughs> hey, I'm going to bring you some because you'll love it. I don't know about but that. You will. You'll. You're going to need. Bring me some pre-lighting.
0: You're going to spackle your walls yeah, after I'm, after I'm this sure. stuff. It is so good. Yeah. Anyway, so Trevor continues. I want to get into a Mega Cab 3568 RFE non HO but I'm torn. For the same price point, I can find a used 19 to 20 Laramie Limited with some mileage on it or order a brand new decently equipped Bighorn. So I know the 19 to 20 have the CP4, so I'd probably have to swap that out with an s Carb EO CP3, and that'll cost some coin. But those higher rims just look so damn good. And all the creature comforts are nice to have, but obviously aren't really necessary, and just add concerns for and just add concerns for reliability as the miles add up. Ordering a brand new truck, which I've never done, sounds nice to be able to do, to select the options I want, but unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to afford the premium, quote-unquote, appearance options, so I feel like I'd be settling. And when I look at the price tag, quote-unquote, settling is a hard description to swallow. What are your thoughts? P.S., is the 12-inch screen really worth it? I kind of think it looks a little excessive, and hearing you guys talk about connect 5 worries me because it's so integrated into everything. So thank you, Trevor. Looking forward to your input.
1: Um, 8.4 is fine. Uh, but uh, I i would say uh, I'm gonna... No,
0: I totally disagree. 12-inch gonna...
1: is awesome. Well, I'm gonna to... I didn't say it wasn't awesome. I just said the 8.4 is fine. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter, dude. Stop order right now unless you're getting Eisentran. So you're not going to be able to buy a new truck anyway. And if you're looking for the old one, make sure the uh, grid heater is fixed on it. They're not going to fix a grid heater. Like, that's not a recall. That's... I know. Well, yeah. not yet. Enough of our uh, listeners of that issue called NHTSA. It becomes one. But my point is he can't buy a new truck right now anyway because there's a stop sale on all rams that aren't with the Eisen trans right now, all Cummins rams.
0: Because of the fires.
1: So you hmm. don't really have a choice. Got to buy old. Even if there's one on the lot, it's sitting there getting dusty until uh, that whatever the fix is comes out. So
0: All right. So uh, your mind has been made up for you, Trevor.
1: Yeah. Unless you can wait. All right, uh, Corey Toll says, Shout out and thanks to Lightning for the Expel Tint referral. Uh, Brian and his team from SoCal Tint Shop in Chino did an amazing job. I sent him a couple of social posts to say thanks. Before and after pics attached of my new-to-me 2017 GMC Sierra 1500 6.2. Go big or go home. Great-looking truck, by the way. Uh, Sounds like three of us are building rigs right now. So let the new truck building begin. And uh, he sent a picture of the before and after of his white 6.2 Denali, and it looks great, and the tint looks great. And by the way- I uh, went and visited. Oh, it's a good uh, truck, Brian at SoCal Tent uh, last week. Okay, um, because Lingenfelter, who installed my expel back in Michigan, obviously I'm not going to drive back there for the follow-up. Mm-hmm. So Brian graciously took care of that for me and went through and cut all the little tails off to make sure that the install is good. and you know a couple bubbles in there and got that all smoothed out. I mean the
0: bubbles are normal, but they no, can get no, no. rid of them. Yeah.
1: No, but the even Lingenfelter will tell you. You got to come back in a couple weeks and then after that you're good to wash it. Okay. And so since I can't, couldn't go back to Detroit uh, Brian took care of me. What
0: was Brian's assessment of the Lingenfelter install of the expel? Yeah, it was
1: good. I think he, I think he was uh, impressed with it, okay. and uh, I'm actually going back tomorrow because he's going to uh, ceramic coat my wheels like they did on yours. Oh, he's
0: using the Fusion Plus.
1: And then he's going to do uh, all the factory plastics on mine too. Okay. And so I figured since he gave me a, a, a solid by uh, taking care of me, you, they probably put an hour and a half of labor into looking mine over no charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the least I could do is become a customer and have him do the other stuff, so Gonna drop the uh, the old Jeep off uh, dude, tomorrow. Dude,
0: it is the hot ticket. I was not even aware that uh, ceramic coating your wheels was a thing. But He's just like dude, able
1: before you go off road, to, let me do this for yeah, you.
0: Just to be able to wipe the brake dust and yeah. the schmuck off, just with a with a with a uh, a microfiber towel is just so pleasing. Other podcast subject line from Sam Houston. So just responding to your question in the last episode number two forty nine about podcasts, other than yours. What do you guys listen to, was the question. I personally listen to Speed School with several Wall Street Journal podcasts. Um, I've got a 45-minute commute each way, which gives me some time. Recently, I've gotten to hear you guys a little bit more since a podcast co-sponsored by Wall Street Journal called Bad Bets is covering the Trevor Milton saga. Y'all are in episode two and three of that podcast. So I listen to it. Yeah,
1: I'm in two, but I did not hear us in three.
0: Uh, we are in three for sure. Yes, really. You are in episode two. Our audio of Trevor is in three as well. Oh, our
1: audio of Trevor. Yeah, okay, you, got
0: it. Uh, we, you and I are not. Got I it. didn't even make the. I cut. heard
1: my voice in two, which was that surreal. It was weird and uh, very well done podcast, and uh, was actually really impressed. The and
0: journalist, I forget his name, is great. Yeah,
1: Sam. Uh, as soon as so, Sam sent that to us uh, prior to SEMA, I believe, because I listened to it on the way out to SEMA and back, and finished mm-hmm. the whole thing, and I was like. Huh. Oh, that makes sense now. Isn't it oh. amazing?
0: Because I didn't know the Trevor story, the Trevor Milton backstory.
1: Oh, I did. I, I
0: knew some of it. You and I knew a little bit, but you and I didn't know about
1: oh, the I people. Did. You did? Oh, I did research, yeah. After the Hindenburg thing, I I did a deep dive, and I was like, what the F, dude? Wow. Yeah. No, it's I, very
0: I cool. It, it's, if you guys have time, it's called Bad Bets. And apparently and there was- Season
1: two. Season two, yeah. Features uh, yours truly. Mr. Shod P. Holman. All right, got this one from uh, Seth Anderson. Says, hey, lightsaber and fruit pants. <laughs> <laughs> must be because of the large banana impact. No, hey, because, hey I, now. because I got it Y'all were words. interested in what other podcasts we were listening to, so here's what I'm into. MTB, mountain bike podcast, biker bar, also MTB. Uh making it with Jimmy DeRisa, Bob Claggett, and uh, David- uh, Picutio? Picutio? Ma- well,
0: go back to making it with David Parisa. What,
1: what was no, that? No, no, making it with Jimmy De Rista. Who? What is that? I don't know. Donut Racing Show from Donut Media, Adventure Rider Radio, High Side, Low Side. So he's obviously into bikes of some sort, mountain bikes, maybe motorcycles in there. Yep. There's a few others I listen to occasionally, but those are my regular listens. I can usually get through all of those plus the truck show in one week, which is freaking Damn impressive. Wow, M- was he commuting I mean, to Alaska well, from, and he's like, from L.A. to Alaska? Please, he was listening to it on 8X. Eight, eight <laughs> uh, thanks for all your hard work and sacrifice to put this S show together for us. Hey. How dare you? Uh, I really enjoy listening. Seth Anderson from Chicago. P.S. I couldn't notice the so-called terrible audio quality from the 1024 episode. Sounded great as usual. Nice work in post lightning. There you go. Look, a little oh.
0: compliment from uh, Seth Anderson. That's, there, uh, I'm blushing. Thank you. Subject line is Whistlin' Diesel from uh, Blake. So, what's y'all's opinion on Whistlin' Diesel's Monster Max 2 truck? Also, what are y'all's favorite YouTuber trucks? And he drops a link to uh, Whistlin' Diesel's Monster Max 2, which, of course, how could you avoid that if you're on YouTube? It's impossible because he owns the internet these days. What do I think of Monster Max? I think it's a rad project. I think if you haven't seen it, it's dual... I want to say LBZ Duramax engines, dual transmissions. He's having a little bit of a hard time syncing the engines, I believe, or the trans. I forget one of the two, but it's it's a giant monster truck owned by a dude. And he's going to, when he gets it running properly, finally, I'm sure he will crush things that will make car enthusiasts mad.
1: And uh, what other ones? I don't have time to watch YouTube, so Um, that will be Lighting's do- do- Domain.
0: Uh, my current fave is the K twenty four swapped Ferrari, uh, by Stance Works. He is All right, that thing is cool. I've that's that. really cool, and he's down by you. He's in Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa, yeah, and that is a gorgeous build, and he's. So good on YouTube.
1: Actually, there's a Go Fast Campers uh, get-together at their shop uh, a few months ago. Got to hang out there for a while. Yeah, doing super, cool super
0: good, dude. Yeah. And he's thinking about doing a, a truck project. And if he does, he's already said, I'll, I'll come on the show and talk to you guys about it. So, well, um, why don't we go there? It, you, oh, we should. We should, absolutely. So look up Stance Works. One word. he has got a K24 swapped Ferrari. You'll, you'll enjoy it. I know you asked for a truck, but I couldn't think of a truck that's as close as you're going to get for now.
1: All right, uh, I got this one here from Jeffrey Brown says, Hey guys, your recent talk of Nikola made me reminisce about when I tried to get a tour back when they were still based in Salt Lake and I was blissfully unaware that they were vaporware. Not yet actually manufacturing anything. I had a manufacturing class with an assignment that required us to make a video on a manufacturing process. Looking online for local manufacturers to tour, I came across Nikola for the first time. They hadn't caught my car guy radar yet, as the badger had not been announced, and we hadn't hit peak EV startups. So stumbling across a company boasting electric side-by-side didn't raise any red flags. They never responded to my email, but it's probably because my group's YouTube video wouldn't have brought in lots of investors. Uh, We ended up touring Armor Max in Ogden, Utah, who armors vehicles, which is very cool. Uh, Mark over there was a very gracious host. You should get him on the show as it's the kind of stuff we could all geek over. Uh, there's a couple armor places. I keep asking to come on the show, and they keep saying yes, but then they keep pushing me off. And it's like that whole we armor stuff. Nobody wants to talk about it. They do, but then they don't. So uh, we'll keep trying. On another thought, I was driving with my family at night some weeks back, and we came across a Rogue Sport with the taillights off. Around front, I found that the LED DRLs were illuminating the freeway <laughs> in front of them. So put a check in Lightning's column. Lastly, I have attached some pictures of my 99 WJ Grand Cherokee that has some very faded plastic trim. The condition is laughable compared to the factory finish. It's always a pleasure to listen to you guys. All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, we awarded that last week. Uh, we awarded it, and guess what I did today? Sent it out. Shipped
0: she it. emailed us yep. yep, shipped it out. Uh, subject line is my newish work truck from Robert Cervantes. Lightning and hold my beer. I got a newish work truck, finally, in quotes, and I don't have to use my off-center steering wheel 2017 Silverado anymore. My boss got me a 2017 Nissan Frontier extra cab with 15,000 miles, an automatic transmission, and they had a retractable bed cover installed with a 56-function light bar for road calls. Uh, Even though it's a four-cylinder, it's an awesome addition to my workforce. Sorry that it's a little dusty, but that's another perk for working in a dirt yard. Keep up the podcasting material. As always, five stars. Five star review! Five star. A Finnegan yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And keep the parameters mounted. Mounter,
2: monitor, key engine.
0: Parameters. And P.S. A Honda Ridgeline is not a truck. It's a Honda version of an El Camino.
1: All right, I'm going to uh, end the inbox uh, email read with my favorite email of the week. Uh, Sean Nelson, you get Holman's favorite email of the week. As a Canadian, I was yelling at my phone, obviously lightning has never driven in the snow. Sure, you can clean the lights off before you drive, but ice builds up as you drive in the snow. I wouldn't expect someone from California who probably doesn't even drive in the rain to understand that, but many of us do all the time. Anyways, keep up the great podcast, and P.S. Holman, do you ever feel like you're podcasting with a 16-year-old that has to modify everything even though most of the time they make it worse? Sean from Ontario, Canada. The answer is yes, he does. This is from
0: Ryan Kornblum. He sends a DM to at LBC Lightning. Hey, Jay, what up? Up here in Canada, we have two things that form on the inside of the glass and temp gauges that go backwards. Yes, we do need headlights to melt the ice for us. And that's the second best email of the week. TruckShowPodcast at gmail.com. That is TruckShowPodcast at gmail.com. Please send us a letter or hate mail. We'll read it no matter what.
2: The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, whoa. Oh, oh.
1: He's at LBC Lighting. I'm at Sean P. Holman, and we are at Truck Show Podcast. You can hit us up on the socials, or you can send us an email, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, send us the five-star hotline, 657-205-6105, or you can each of our houses. Why you are can... you
0: racing over it?
1: I was just trying to say all the different ways you can get a I
0: know, place. but why are you, like, going so quickly?
1: Because uh, I'm ready to
3: go home.
0: You're always ready to go home at the end of the show. Yeah, because the end of the show. And also the sugar's wearing off from all of yeah. your freaking jelly bellies.
1: Well, hold on. These are Rich from Hollister. Thank you for the bag of jelly bellies that uh-huh. I'm still working through right now. Saved him for a special event. That was me getting over a massive head cold. Did I hear correctly
0: that uh, Rich from Hollister, who is a general contractor uh-huh. and a pretty handy dude all around, uh-huh. might be nope. assisting us with something. You nope.
1: did not hear any such thing.
0: Really? Not he might yet. He might not be making a trek down to Southern California to... I, I think you're telling him something he may not know yet. Oh, really? All right, Rich. You know, you have to ask people, right? Nope, I'm going to assume he's going to say yes. Rich, we may be uh, in need of your services here to build... No, stop! No. Something. Stop there. That's as far as I'm going to go.
1: It's already too far. No, it's not. Yes, they don't it know is. what I'm talking about. They do now. No, they don't. Listen, stuff's happening. Just stop, and it'll all be revealed in due time. Or okay, something like that. In due time. In due in, a, in a couple of weeks. Due time. Hmm. Oh, or less or more. Or whenever the. Spirit moves. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Nissan, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for making awesome trucks, especially the Frontier. We love that thing. Or the uh, best warrantied truck in the business, five-year, 100,000 miles from the Nissan Titan and Titan XD. So if you've got a full-size or midsize pickup truck need, you can uh, build and price with all the options that you want at NissanUSA.com.
0: Or go into your local Nissan dealer. And as you heard earlier in the show, if you're fearful... That you might have a bolt coming loose in the grid heater, or on your co-host, <laughs> a bolt coming loose on light on your lightning. Uh huh. Okay. If you feel that you might have a uh, a grid heater bolt coming loose on your six point seven liter Ram Cummins, you might want to check out the Monster Ram from Banks. Not only is it a great insurance policy to uh, prevent your grid heater bolt from failing and dropping into cylinder number six and ruining your engine. But it is the world's only 50-state emissions compliant high-performance intake manifold that not only increases manifold air density, which means it improves your fuel economy, it also improves
1: your throttle response. You'll find yours at bankspower.com. And dig yourself out of not knowing what to buy your friends for the holidays. By heading over to Demos... Oh, D-mo- he did not! like that, right? He did not! Thank you. My shovel pun. Wow. Yeah, head over to uh, DemosProShovelTools.com. Shovel pun, Shovel puns. By the way, <laughs> oh, great yes, band name. they are great. Name. That might be the name of my new LLC, Shovel, shovel Puns. Shovel Puns. Ooh. Huh. Why, anyway. would you, why are you forming an LLC? So uh, DemosProShovelTools.com. <laughs> if you go to DemosProShovelTools.com and order something and type in that delicious discount code of TRUCKSHOW, you get 10% off your first order. Deimos, they make rig-worthy shovels, mounting systems, and overlanding gear, and we love their hardcore, awesome, usable, functional, collapsible shovel radness.
0: But it's going to be one of those things where it looks so good, I'm not going to want to plunge it into the uh, earth.
1: I-, I will tell you, that was a major problem the first time I got my Deimos, and now look at it. It's been plunged into the earth many times.
2: That's what she said!
1: I don't think Susan said that. I think what Susan said was mm-hmm. head over to DemosProshovelTools.com and get yourself a little holiday gift. And plunge it into the earth. <laughs> that's what she said. Well, that's <laughs> what you said. Hmm.
0: Holman, have you ever used the Demos shovel for digging a shallow
1: grave? As a matter of fact, I have. I'd be happy to show you sometime. <laughs> <laughs> The Truck Show Podcast
0: is a production of Motor Trend Group. This podcast was created and produced by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan of the Truck Show Podcast, we encourage you to visit and patronize our sponsors.
1: All right, you guys. Love you, mean it. Bye.